to Get Animated, the anime watch-along podcast with the hosts of Get Played. I'm self-proclaimed individually packaged Apple, Heather Ann Campbell. I'm self-proclaimed future devil, Nick Weiger. And I'm self-proclaimed knife all the way through the bottom of the head, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello, everyone. And welcome back to the premiere anime podcast where we are talking about Chainsaw Man Day after release. Well, actually, we dropped this episode day of release. So they come out on Tuesday morning. We we put this episode out Tuesday night. Tuesday night. It's a rapid response, um, rapid recap, rapid reaction. <clears throat> Imme- our immediate thoughts upon first viewing of this brand new episode, Bruised and Battered today, episode 10. You want to talk about immediate thoughts? I mentioned last week in this show that I was trying to convince Mary to watch Chainsaw Man. Mary, mm-hmm. uh, who has been guest of our uh, our podcast, Get Played. That's right. And um, she's not an anime fan. She's seen she's seen Evangelion because she's going to marry me. Nice. And then uh, she <laughs> she what else? And that's it. Like she's only seen that. She's seen like four episodes of Death Note and and the movie Your Name, which fuck we should cover on the show. Um Future app. And she binged Chainsaw Man in two days. Caught up. Wow. And this morning was like, wait for me to get back from the gym so that so that I can watch Chainsaw Man with you before before you go into the record. That's nice. Wow. Yeah, it's a it is a real it's a real deal. So she uh, she responded to it immediately. Yeah. What a show to watch in two days. Yep. That's that's fantastic. I wonder who I can get on to to Chainsaw Man. Uh, If only you had a significant other. Yeah, I I do. Only you had a live-in partner of of some sort. I feel like. I mean, we'll get into it when we talk about uh, what we've been weaving. Uh, Sure. Because she's had she has some thoughts. Wow. Well. Mary loves Chainsaw Man. She fucking loves it. And, and and good, because she has good taste. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. She should love it. Yeah. I'd say, from what I know of Mary, I'd probably put her up there as people, it may be in the top five people I know with impeccable taste. Yeah. A tastemaker. Yeah. I'd say so. Yeah. yeah. Tastes great. Yeah. The two of you the, up there the as well. The Cinnamon Toast Crunch of... Breakfast cereals. <laughs> oh, Heather, do you know that that's my what? favorite cereal? Of course it is. It's the best one. Because we're the other four, we're the other three tastemakers on my list of top. <laughs> I only know so many people. <laughs> so it's it's you two, Mary, me, um, and then uh, I guess my girlfriend. We're the list of tastemakers that I know. know? Wait, that's who I know. Wait, what was this list? A list of tastemakers. Oh, okay. People with good taste. I used to like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but then I got a... a box with that shrimp in it oh this. wait you got a box of that shrimp i got a yeah. box of that shrimp in yeah it. it's a it's a real thing that's happened to uh, to people yeah <laughs> definitely not a hoax yeah <laughs> nick i gotta say before we get into it yeah i love your mug i got this winnie the pooh face? mug oh yeah. winnie the pooh mug <laughs> look at pooh <clears throat> and this is my that's my mug next to my mug on yeah the zoom screen i think pooh bear and my mug next to, next to my face yeah as far as characters go Cutest of all time. Really cute. Uh, you know, he's got his ass stuck in a honey jar. <laughs> yeah, fucking idiot. Get out of there. You eat yeah. there. You stupid <laughs> bitch. <laughs> it looks like he's taking a fucking dump. Yeah, so I'm gonna, I gotta fill the honey pot so I have something to eat tomorrow. <laughs> fucking freak. <laughs> he's cute. Very different tonally, Winnie the Pooh versus Chainsaw Man. Although, both kind of explore themes of like, you know, what it is to be alive. Yeah. It's true. What like really probing, you know, the 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 purpose of existence and how yeah. one should have an attitude towards daily existence. Yeah. And both of them the protagonist, the titular par- protagonist of both Winnie the Pooh and Chainsaw Man are fucking morons. <laughs> <laughs> Barely functional be, buffoons. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if Pooh had a devil inside of him of some sort. He's, yeah. he's got the honey devil. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the honey. Give me more honey. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, there's a lot to talk about in what is on the surface a pretty simple episode, but 
is still executed with such authority that you're like riveted the entire time. Yeah. As we were watching this morning, Mary at each scene was like, oh, thank God. At the end of each scene when another one would start because she was like, I don't want the episode itself to end. And that for, for an episode that was like people talking, no action, not mm-hmm. really. I mean, there was a few... Uh, limited action sequences of Power and Denji getting their fucking asses handed <laughs> to them. Got their yes. work this week. Uh, <laughs> also, one of my favorite sentences so far in the show happened in this episode. Oh, which was call- it was I I can't I didn't write it down, but it was calling Denji a scrub, like just like a like a like a fucking jobber who gets his shit handed to him every fight. And you don't think of Denji that way. You think of him as chainsaw man. Fuck, yeah. he's got chainsaws. Right. But like the worm devil kicked his shit. The fucking sword devil cut him in half. Like he's not good. Yeah. Yeah, he just I mean, he's a lot of bluster. It's exactly that. Like he's he's kind of gotten by on on just how fucking uh, fearless he is. But he's yeah. very raw. It's like it's it's like, yeah, he's got to get some more reps. And that's basically what we get into here. Um, Anyway, uh, I'm going to pull that line up, by the way, so so that we can talk, we can get there when we get there uh, or I can cite it when we get there. But um, let's uh, let's 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 talk about Chainsaw Man. But before we do that, let's talk about some other uh, assorted media in the anime manga realm that we've been consuming. What we've been weebin. What we've been weebin. It's me, Ash Ketchum. And I'm just here to ask you guys. What you been weeping? Uh, I'll start. I Ash. choose you, Nick Weiger. Wow. Oh, thanks, Ash. That feels, I feel like a million bucks hearing that from you. Ash is so much better at his job than, than Jonathan, who? the Resident Evil merchant. Yes. Resident Evil merchant kind of just flailing at this point. That, yeah. that guy <laughs> seems to. Competence. He seems to derail the show every time he shows up, but not me. I'm here to do my job and become Pokemon Master. Just locked in. Just total fucking pro. Yeah, we love it. We love to see it. Uh, I'll start, Ash. Thank you for choosing me. Uh, I'll just I'll just follow up on what I talked about last week, which is that I've been making my way through the manga of All You Need Is Kill, uh, adapted into... Um, Live, Die, Repeat, a.k.a. Edge of Tomorrow, the Tom Cruise vehicle. And it's it's fucking really cool. You know, it's 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 a I like how bleak it is. I really like the art uh, in the manga version. Um, And, you know, appropriately and this is a thing I talked about last week, but it continues kind of being a thing. Uh, appropriately for this episode, a big thing that 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 like persists is just the pain and the 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 anguish that comes with dying repeatedly and like you know like a guy getting a fucking alien spike from one of the mimics like comp- like through his entire face like just having his fucking head impaled uh by a fucking javelin and that's how you, he eats it and then he just like you know th- then and that's like the end of one individual life cycle um it, you know, it, it, I know time looping has become like a trope, like that's like a, that's like its own genre time loop now, but it, it is a thing that we're that, that kind of Chainsaw Man uh, in this particular arc kind of settles into the idea of the, that cycle of death and rebirth and what can be learned uh, throughout. But anyway, uh, really, really enjoying All You Need Is Kill. Um, I'll have some more cogent thoughts once I finish this bad boy, uh, which I'm about halfway through. Uh, Apodaca, how about you? What you what we've been weaving over there? Okay, so last week I dropped a bomb on you guys. Yes, that I had watched the first rebuild That's of right. Evangelion. I've since seen all of them, leading me to seeing the final one, um, Thrice Upon a Time, in the theaters. Wow. And I have a lot. Of, I have a lot of thoughts. I know that Heather has a lot of thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts. I texted Heather the other night something that I think you've tweeted, actually. That I don't want to say, because I don't want to spoil it for Nick. Mm. And I don't want to necessarily spoil it for the listener. He, he texted me, this sucks. <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> That's not what I said, and you know it. Um, I, 
<laughs> I'm interested to see because I came to this conclusion and then I was like, that sounds familiar to me though. And then I did look. I was like, wait, Heather tweeted this. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, I'm interested to unpack it later to find out if you saying that. No. I didn't. Because I have a different thought about what you're thinking, and I did not affect the way you saw it because you didn't even remember that I tweeted it. (laughs) Not even that. Because I I think we mean it in different ways, but in the same way. Yes. For sure. Because I can't remember what you thought about something. Nick, cover your ears so we so that the audience isn't listening to us talk about nothing. Just cover your ears for a sec. But like that also the audience may wa- not want it spoiled. That's true. <sighs> it's not a spoiler, it's a take. Okay, fine. Can I hear the take? I'll I'll, I'll hear the take. No, no, no. I take is, forget no. The take, take is pretty Yeah. It's pretty no, let's, it, It's a huge take. It's a big take, but let's because if you've Let's seen one spo- of them, you know what the other thing is. How about this? How about this? Why don't we just dedicate ourselves right now here on the podcast to covering all four movies? Because okay. I do have I a lot it. to say about the it. rebuilds. I think we, we do did that in the new year. Yeah, we're going to do it in the yeah, new year for is. sure. Done. Stamped, signed, approved. Wow, this that is sounds get done. animated. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is in, in, this is the difference between get played and get animated. Yes. On Get Played, we'll say we'll do it, and then we'll just like maybe do it. <laughs> On Get Animated, if we say we're going to do something, we simply have but no choice. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Get it's a Played is a, is a fever dream that the three of us are having publicly. And Get Animated is our job. <laughs> it, is, it is a lot easier to say we're have, we have to watch something. <laughs> than it is to be like, I'm going to subject myself to Stranger of Paradise. Yeah, I'm going to play this for 25 <laughs> hours, which we will. Um, but I had a lot of thoughts about it. My um, my girlfriend sat with me on the couch and watched parts of the rebuild. She had not wow. seen Evangelion. She had not seen Whoa. anything. <laughs> and when I say watched, it was more that like we were sort of like together alone on the couch Sure. Sort of just like enjoying our own thing, but sitting together. But every time she looked up at the TV, it was fan service. <laughs> and I had to really explain. And she had a lot of comments about um she had a lot of comments about the way um like women are drawn in anime. She was mm. like, no one's boobs are that round. Like those are the roundest boobs I've ever seen. Or like the mm-hmm. butt cheeks are so defined. I was like, it's. I was like, hey, I, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. That's how they do it over there, baby. Um, but it's she stylized. It's exaggerated. Yeah, exactly. It is. It is sometimes ridiculous. Yes. Uh, but no one's mad. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I, I, and she, and she was very <laughs> excited that I was having a good time. That was that was the main takeaway. She was like, "Hey, look, I'm glad you got something." I'm glad that's, that's great. Uh, it's fun. I had my popcorn at the movie theater. Um, there were these kids in the movie theater that wouldn't shut up. Oh. And did I say anything to them? No. <laughs> Cuz they were actual children. Like they were like, I mean, they were probably like teenagers. Oh, um, well, that's, teenagers well, that's, is that's fun. very different. Yeah. 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 I was like, "What kind of a Oh no. You can't not like, yeah, like little, little kids. <laughs> but they were so much, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, there was like a point, like, I mean, obviously I'm 32 now. So like anyone younger than like 20, like five to me seems mm. really young. These yeah. kids, I was like, oh, like when I was a 13 year old, I was a child. Like I was an actual little, little kid. Right. These, um, and I was like, I don't want to be the adult that like fucking freaks them out at the movie theaters. Be like, shut the fuck up. God damn right. it. But somebody told them to be quiet, and they got it. That's good. Yeah, it wasn't. Didn't or even worse, the adult who gets owned by teenagers. I, that's kind of what I was that's afraid the of. Because nightmare. They're, you know, I'm not very big. There's three of them, <laughs> and they were small. But you know, yeah, they could have. <laughs> They're like, uh, Deinonychus, the uh, Velociraptor proto species that is about the size of a dog, but always hunts in packs. Can you imagine being torn apart by small dinosaurs? Yeah. Oh God. Wouldn't be you ideal. What? Oh, I thought you said you'd love it. <laughs> I was I'd like, oh, no, shit. Nick. It's, that'd be <laughs> my favorite thing. Uh, yeah, no, all they would have to see was that I was eating 
gummy bears that I brought from outside and call me like a gummy bear bitch and then I would have been destroyed. Yeah, that, that'd be it. <laughs> uh, but that's what I've been weaving. I watched the rebuilds. We just committed to watching them and talking about them here on the show. Heather, what have you been weaving? I've been light on weaving this week. Wow. Uh, I watched um, Witch from Mercury's most recent episode. Um, there's not a lot happening in that show. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels mm. like Chainsaw Man's structure and pace have sullied other series for me because I keep wanting stuff to happen at, like, with greater alacrity. Like, just like, oh, here's mm. a, here's a, here's a fucking thing. And, oh, here's another thing. Here's a reveal. And there's a thing. And here's a thing. Like, but, which from Mercury is sort of following that traditional anime structure of, Here's how the world works, and we're just going to let it spin. Uh, It's not boring, but it's not worth talking about. Um, I haven't had a ton of free time this week. Uh, I don't think I've watched anything but that one Witch from Mercury episode. And by that, I mean I've I've played Fortnite when I I have free time. (laughs) Sure. You got As it. Sarah Connor. Oh, man. I wish that was an anime. Fucking Terminator. Oh, that'd, that'd be, be good. It'd cool. be a great anime. Um, but yeah, I haven't. I had, that's it. Like, I'm real light on, on, on Weeb this week. And, and probably for the next few weeks also. Uh, just a, a light, really light dosage of, of Weebing in my future. Do you know this is just because you brought up Terminator, and obviously we're all about to uh, take another trip to Pandora to experience the way of water as of this recording. I'm not going to be able to fucking go for three weeks. Oh, really? Yep. Why not? Well, here's the thing, guys. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to Paris and Amsterdam for oh, Christmas. Oh, that's right. Vacation, yes. yes. Uh, and though I have tickets to opening day... The COVID numbers in Los Angeles are so high that it mm-hmm. seems like I'm asking myself, would I rather go to Avatar or to Europe? Yeah, and, for me, but go on. Uh, I can't. I can't bring myself to do it. I yeah, can't. no, that's a, like, it's a it's a bit of a riskier choice. Uh, uh, within yeah, the last I get couple that. Weeks. Yeah. You know, friend friend of the podcast, Gene Park, got uh, COVID at Spider Man last year. Yes, and that sort of rings in my ears a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Same time of year, same sort of enthusiasm, same maskless crowd. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, I don't want to be better fucking... movie. We don't know that. Not some MCU bullshit. Oh, <laughs> a- you're saying Avatar is a yeah, better Avatar, movie. Yeah, Avatar. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you see that James Cameron couldn't attend his own premiere because he got COVID? Isn't it, that wild? It makes me so fucking mad because yeah. I'm like, if anybody like, not that I like care to like defend like this man who like has the the is the big like the biggest selling director maybe of all time yeah this man spent 13 years making a fucking movie push the fucking premiere for this man yeah (laughs) yeah he looks great though i I will say like i think i hope he he gets through this covid uh you know well because he like he looks like a million bucks he does look at him yeah 75 years old and just he's 75 slender yeah Holy shit. It looks great. I would have guessed... Looks 10 to 15 years younger. I was going to say, I would have guessed like early dad. 60s. The fuck? Older than my dad. Older wow. I totally thought he was in his 60s. Yeah, isn't that wild? Holy shit. Fucking vegan diet. He's oh, got the no. brain of a young genius. Oh, yeah, I know. vegan diet, isn't it? Yeah, it's fucking vegan diet. Because fucking... Because Paul McCartney looks great, too. Yeah, uh-huh. it is, uh, yeah. I think we all got to figure out what great means. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bob, Bob McCartney looks like a fucking candle. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, those two guys, those two are kind of in different states. Uh, but, 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 but God bless James like Cameron. fucking bopping around on a concert. Like he's giving it's concerts. Yeah. Hey, he's just one of those four lads from Liverpool. Yeah, just one of them. They didn't know what they were doing. Lads. <laughs> 
So, uh, the, yeah, I, I was. You brought up James Cameron, and I, I wanted to. I, and I wanted to say this, and I'm, I'm sorry you won't be seeing Avatar for some time. Uh, oh. I will totally risk risk COVID to get it. Uh, COVID to see it. Um, and it would probably be worth it. Anyway, I'm gonna say the the. I'm curious because Cameron's such an omnipresence in pop culture. I imagine, though, I don't know. I know Titanic was huge in Japan. I don't know about his other movies, his other all franchises. Of all of them were huge in Japan. So all, there, uh, yes. So there's got to be some like like cross pollination in terms of Cameron's works influencing anime. And I don't. I honestly have no idea how much how familiar he is with anime himself. Though I imagine he's seen quite a bit. He's seen a ton. He he yeah. owned the rights to Battle Angel that, for oh, that, like that two decades know, yes. and. There's an argument to be made that uh, the Avatar movies are Miyazaki likes. Mm. You know, it's uh, environmentalism versus technology. It's uh, they got mechs in them. That's yeah, kind of anime. Yeah, it's well, it. Uh, what? That's that's le- that's a little the the mechs are maybe a little less of a Miyazaki. Yeah, it's just more the, anime the, in general. Yeah, but the idea of of yes, like what Heather's saying of just like effectively, basically endorsing eco terrorism, like kind of just saying that like you know the and that this kind of this kind of anti a little bit of anti humanity, but more just like perhaps more just anti capitalist. Like work like like Spirited Away is so anti capitalist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have to report, um. James Cameron, born August 16th, 1954. He is 68 years old. Oh. Fuck, I, some of my fucking idiot friend told me he was 75 and I ran with it. <laughs> he used to look like a dipshit on a fucking okay, podcast. He looks a lot. That's more. That, yeah, he looks. Yeah, 68. it's not as impressive. Okay. Well, I was going to say, he looks 75. like 63. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when you're in your 60s, it kind of is like, a, okay, yeah, yeah you, I'd buy anything you say. Okay, okay. Well, your dipshit friend played you. You got, you got played. You got fucking owned, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I feel like if I open up the latest issue of Hobby Japan, in the front few pages, there's almost always a James Cameron statue that is coming out. Like not wow. of, not of Cameron, but of like something he made in one of his movies, like the Terminator or the Xenomorph. Even though he's not yeah. technically the guy who made the Xenomorph, he just made another movie with the Xenomorph. But the power sure. loader shows up a lot in like yeah. model kit stuff. Yeah, wow. and yeah, of course that dude has seen anime. He's talked about it. He's six so, two. He's fucking gigantic. He's six two. Yeah, he's a big dude. <laughs> well, you're just big, it's a big you're tall just fuck machine. Google. Yeah. <laughs> what? I think hasn't he famous? Isn't he famously like he's been married a few times, right? Yeah, he's been married a few times, but that doesn't make a man a fuck machine. I don't. I know. think that's all it takes. Yeah. <laughs> doing some wife hopping. Definitely yeah, doing some fucking. I think oh. five wives. Look, he's an alpha. Um, let's talk about episode 10 of Chainsaw Man, <laughs> bruised and battered. Speaking of All things right. that have been influenced by Western media, yeah. Chainsaw Man, you know, wears its influences on its sleeve. A lot of, a lot of nods to, uh, yeah, American pop culture. Um, certainly in the intro, that's all, that, that's all there. Uh, but this episode we're talking about is largely the follow-up to the, uh, you know, I guess we're still as part of the Katana Man, uh, yeah. arc, but it's but it's largely the follow up to what happened where everyone got fucking murked and then yeah. Makima had her revenge in the previous episode and we're basically is, dealing with the aftermath of of what that does to everyone physically and mentally. If you're if you're reading the manga, this is adapted from chapters 29, 30, and thirty one of the mm-hmm. manga. Um, and we start uh, the last time we saw Denji, he was in uh, Kobeni's arms, cut in half. Uh, and, and that, and we open up this episode with, uh, Aki laying in a hospital bed and Denji and power are sitting next to him, reading manga and eating his apples. Um, basket of apples. It's, you know what? It just, it just sort of is like the sadness of this world of just like, that's your, your fucking, your friend is dead. Uh, you were, you're, you were brutally injured. You're in a hospital and you get a fucking basket of apples, but good luck. If I yeah. may, these mm-hmm. individually wrapped apples are luxury fruit, which is like a thing in Japan. Oh, interesting. Is like, is like 
Uh, you can go to the basement of department stores and there's usually like a food court or food specialty items and you can buy like perfect strawberries and it'll be like a hundred dollars for 10 strawberries and each strawberry will be individually wow. wrapped and packaged mm. so that they are each perfect fucking strawberries. You can buy like a $500 cantaloupe. And seeing these apples with this really nice styrofoam packaging yeah. means yeah. that they're not just grocery store apples. This was like a luxury apple. This is a gift. It's yeah, good yeah. It was. A, it was a gift, but it's not a great gift considering yeah. all of the death. No. But, but um, Nick loves apples. I'm surprised. I love. I do take. love apples. I'm just saying that, like you know, like a, a basket of apples is nothing special. Although I do like them cradled in those. You know, like I'll get Asian pears. It'll be. Yeah. And those sort of that styrofoam wrapping. It's a lot of fun. You know, I, I bought a, some luxury fruit. I think it was strawberries. I think I bought like a $50 package of straw. I was like, I could get like a new shirt or, or like a full metal alchemist watch or I could try the strawberries. Yeah. Right. So I got the strawberries and that was my my one of my budget items for or budgeted items for the last time I went to Japan. Um, they were great, but they weren't life-changing. Um. Like, they weren't like the... they. I don't even know that they were the best strawberries I'd ever had in my life. Each one looked like a photograph of a strawberry, but yeah, they weren't right. like... It, it wasn't like I remember those strawberries as, holy fucking yeah. shit, these are incredible. Sort of the uh, Denji touching a boob situation, but yeah. the strawberries. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, great. Great analogy, Matt. That's, wh <laughs> that's why I tune into the show. How about you? Uh, so, so Denji let, and Power... Let them respond. <laughs> uh, Denji and Power are, um, are, are hanging out. And Power wants uh, an apple, but Denji's like, you don't get an apple because you fucking ran away. And she's like, no, I didn't. I left because I was hungry. Yes. <laughs> it's fucking great. Great lie. Uh, Aki's like, who else survived? And Denji replies in the way that we often talk about anime about other characters who lived. He says, the crybaby Kobeni lived. And the guy with glasses. <laughs> yeah. Yes, is, yeah. That's kind of the way when you're, it's like, oh, you know, like if you're talking about e Evangelion to somebody, you're like, oh, so the purple Eva and the red Eva, yes. you know, you're not like synthetic humanoid Evangelion unit zero one. You're like the purple one. Uh, and in yeah. the same way, it's like the guy with glasses uh, also lived, but he quit. <laughs> yes. Um. Great scene at the end of the previous episode. We we should also I I think I, it, it's also worth mentioning that like the you know uh, again and they they've all got like CRT TVs in this in this universe tube TVs uh, but like on the the news broadcast is playing in the in the hospital room um, mm -hmm. and it's like it's like national news that there was this you know devil slash human uh, shootout that led led to a bunch of people dying. Yeah, yeah. It it's it's not this isn't Batman. It's not like, was the Batman around? It's like, hey, devils were fucking killing people in public yeah. last night. <laughs> also, that cemetery where they keep hanging out, that's like Arlington. Like, it's everybody right, fucking yes. knows the devils exist and there are yeah. devil hunters. There's, it's like a government branch. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Denji takes the, it's like, hey, Makima wants us, so we're going to head out. Uh, he grabs the basket of apples because he's a fucking jerk, but <laughs> he puts one apple back for Aki, which is one like the, the beginning of a development of empathy and consideration in our protagonist, Chainsaw Man. Yeah. Uh, he leaves the room. Aki takes out his sword and pull, like barely unsheathes it and asks it, how long do I have left? And then... Animal skulls come out of the darkness behind him. Yes. And tell him you've got two years to live. <laughs> I, looks so fucking cool. I yeah. mean, just, just you know, yeah. first off, a lot of ceiling shots we're getting in here. Which Good. I, I think have to be Eva nods. but um, Or at least that's just what I think anytime I see a ceiling now. Yeah. But, but uh but you know like the 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 cursed devil appearing over his neck and shoulders looming over him it just looks so menacing and 
otherworldly. It's it's a, it's just a great great image. And so he has two devils, or would yeah. you would you say he has one and his sword has another? Well, he has multiple contracts. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because there's you nothing that says you can only contract with one devil. So okay. he's got a contract with the cursed devil and a contract with Khan. 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 Uh, and uh, so after he's told that he has two years left to live, fucking sucks. By the way, god damn. I yeah. don't. As a as a human being who got diagnosed with cancer at some point, the idea that you have a ticking clock maybe right. is so fucking terrifying yeah. and it makes everything sad because you're like well maybe i'm only gonna hear this song a few more times sure yeah you know uh and i, I was lucky enough to to beat that diagnosis and and fucking you know like live my life but yeah but there's like a moment in a hospital where you're told something and you're like oh fuck yeah and so aki grabs his cigarettes which I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Fucking smoke them. Yeah, like, that's the least years. of what I would be doing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and as he goes to light one of the cigarettes, uh, he uh, tries to use the lighter and he starts remembering Himeno and he starts crying, which, you know, was her dying wish. Please cry for me yes. uh, when I die. Um, and then we cut to outside his hospital room and Denji's standing there. And for a moment I was like, Oh, he was, he was worried, but no, <laughs> he forgot his fucking manga. <laughs> yeah. his, li his line is, I come back for my manga and the dude's crying. <laughs> um, he's which, like annoyed uh, that he's like, oh, I can't, now I can't go in there. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but I, I'll just say, First off, there, there's, there's just like in terms, in terms of levels of empathy. You're right, Heather. That like, like we're seeing Denji, or Denji obviously still ha like is more empathetic than Power, who's just like pure psychopath. But you know, we're seeing that even, even in uh, you know, this this sequence where it's like, first off, he's eating the apple. Power specifically wants his apple, even though there's a basket of apples. She wants, she wants the one that he has. And then while he's outside, like you know, he leaves leaves the apple for them. And then while he's outside, like under like like you know not really of uh, being affected but also understanding how this guy feels because he like kind of follows it up with like i guess you know he he lost all of his co-workers so i get that power is just at the other end of the hall uh just gazing lovingly at a vending machine <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the idea of the snacks inside is enough she's like wow yes, look yeah. at the snacks and he's uh, like denji's also like he's thinking about him you know, and he's like ah, i haven't cried even though this girl, like he's remembering her both sexually and as a friend. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I, you know, she was the first person who wanted to be friends with me and I'm not crying. I was sad when Pochita died. And then he starts wondering, like, if, if power died, would I be, would I be sad? No. If <laughs> Makima died, would I be sad? And he's like, maybe for a few days I'd be bummed out, but I think in three days I would rally. Yeah. And then he says something kind of provocative. Uh, he's like, I wonder if. I've lost my heart, like in more ways than one. Right. Uh, which made Mary on the couch go, oh. Um, and. And also yeah. as part of that contemplation, he said, I think he says, am I shitty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> am I shitty? <laughs> uh, so they leave, Denji and Power leave, and then uh, Michiko and Yutaro uh, from Kyoto, uh, the new, the new, the new jobbers in Division Four, uh, visit Aki and and say, "Hey, well, I guess that that scene's later." They're like, "Hey, uh, we're here on Makima's behalf." Yes. Um, so then Denji and Power meet up with Makima at the cemetery. This this fucking Arlington cemetery, this D Day cemetery with a million crosses. Uh, and uh, she's like, "Well, it's pretty clear from the hotel and recent events that the devils are after Denji." So, uh we're going to get you a trainer. Uh, and we see him and O's, uh, master, uh, Kishibe, uh, who yes, we've which, seen in the background. We, we've seen the background. I don't think we learn his name in this episode, but oh. that is the character's name. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, teacher. You well, can call him teacher. Yeah. Sensei. Well, uh, so he, uh, he, he gives them a, <laughs> a he gives them a quiz. And uh, he's like, okay, so uh, 
how did you feel when your teammates died and do you want revenge? And they're like, uh, I was <laughs> powers line is I was like, they died. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they don't want revenge. Um, he asks if they're on the human or devil's side and, uh, uh, Denji's like, I'm on the side of anybody who takes care of me. And Power's like, I'm on the side of anyone who's winning. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, uh. He asked him if they, if they, uh, did you, did, uh, I don't know if you mentioned, did he ask him if he wants revenge? Yeah. And they're like, it's like, ah, that shit's depressing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So then he's like, well, that was a perfect score. (laughs) Um, he's like, I like drinking women and killing devils. Yes. A real, like, you know, Hong Kong, early nineties action hero kind of guy, like one of those hard boiled guys. Uh, and he gives them a big Mm. hug and then he breaks their necks. (laughs) Which in the manga, this ends a chapter. Mm. He play like, he puts his arms around their necks, like I love you, and like like you know like like they're a rare breed, and then chokes them out, and then their necks break, and that's it. That's like the that's the end of an mm. issue. Um, here we can we continue the scene, um, and uh, I, like like there is a moment of like art, like what did he do to them? Did he just choke them out? And he's like, no, I broke like I broke your necks. It's clear that he like you know immobilized them. By yeah. snapping their spines with his fucking forearms. Yeah. He uh he gives them blood and says, Hey, the, the difference between you and humans is that you're uh you can heal and recover if you drink blood. Um and uh he's always trained humans in the past, but now he's gotta train devils. So he started drinking a bunch mm-hmm. to try and figure it out. And then he was like, well, I'm really good at killing devils. So if you guys can beat me, you'd be pretty strong devils. You'd be the strongest devils. So all the training's going to be is I'm going to fucking hunt you. Yeah. And if you and if you can ever beat me, then the training is over. Um, yes. By, by the way, Heather, you brought, you mentioned a line you liked earlier. I, I transcribed it. Um, the line that that the uh, that that the, the sensei says to. Uh, to Denji is not sure why, but the gun devil seems to be after your heart. So the fact that you're a scrub who gets his ass kicked a lot is a problem. Fucking <laughs> great, great line. Yeah. <laughs> scrub, scrub. I feel like is a fighting game community line. Mm-hmm. Sure. Or, or phrase that has now uh, sort of um, percolated into the rest of everyone's vocabulary. But I feel it's like in a, sports too. Yeah. I feel like scrub. St- well, maybe it's just a sports thing. Who gives a shit? Who cares? Don't credit anyone. Um, I made it up. Power up. I'm the one who came up with scrub. Uh, so, um, so Denji and Power get, a, a, they try and a, attack this dude and he immediately fucking lays them out. He stabs Denji three times and then stabs him in the head. And then I, how does he take out Power? He fucking like um, cuts her throat. Yeah, because yeah. he, he, she, she makes a blood weapon, tosses it to Denji, and then, like, she has her own blood weapon. She's trying to blindside him, and as she does that, he, like, turns and slits her throat. And she's so, so Den- Denji is just fucking dead, and she's, like, gurgling in her own blood next to him. Yeah. Um, it is, he, a, it, it's grisly. The, yeah. This violence is so fucking brutal. He, he says, Denji, you're immortal. Power, you're almost immortal, which made me go, uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, and then... He talks about when he was a kid, he had he always broke his toys because he was too strong. Yes. And now he's really excited to have new toys that he effectively can't break. So there's there's what? something particularly intimidating about uh Kishibe just by, based on his age. Because if you look at everyone in public safety, they're all fucking kids. Yeah. They're all young. Yeah. And it's just like, oh yeah, everyone lasts like a year in this job and then they get fucking, you know. Uh, like swallowed by the toilet devil or something, <laughs> die in the most horrific way possible, <laughs> turned into goo. Yeah. Um, and uh, but like this guy is like in his fifties maybe, and he's you know covered with scars. Yeah. Uh, and it is just like is just terrifying, and you you get to see him be a complete badass. And there's yeah. something about him, like the fact that he is 
shown to be basically a functional alcoholic and still like fucking just destroys them is also kind yes. of scary. One hundred percent. Yeah. He like he's he's self limiting. Yes. And yet capable of like taking down everybody. And and also a minor amount of scars. Like yes. he's got like one scar that goes from his cheek to towards his ear. The big one though. So it's clear that he took some damage. But that's it. Like he's not like missing an arm. Or an eye. Or, or an something. eye. Yeah. yeah. Big forehead scar. But yeah, yeah. It, it, you wonder what he's given for any devil contracts that he has. Because he we looks haven't fairly se- intact. He doesn't even seem to. He's not using devil contracts on these guys. Yeah. He's just it's fucking true. beating the shit out of them with yeah. his hands and a knife. <laughs> um, so we're back to the hospital. Uh, yes. Aki tries to call the fox devil and it doesn't show up. Uh, one of the Kyoto, the Kyoto woman says, uh, I think it's because you made it eat something it didn't like. And I, I don't think it's going to come help you anymore. Um, she asks, Hey, how, how much, how many more times can you use the curse devil? And Aki doesn't, I don't think he replies. Yeah. Uh, but we know that it can't, who knows how many years it takes off your life when you use it. But like, I'm guessing if he used that fucking sword again, He'd die on the spot. I think so. I think that's the implication because it's, you know, they say it drastically shortens your life in a previous episode. Yeah. And he's very reluctant to use it. It's like a last resort. Whereas if it was like a year off your life, I think he'd probably use it more frequently. It it could be, I mean, maybe this is too complicated. What if it's like every time you use it, it's like a half-life situation where you had this much life left. Now you have half as much, half as much of that, half as much as that. Maybe he had four years before the last time you used yeah. it. That would make a really good, uh, like, um, sp- splash page of 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 use is if he used it like ten thousand times at once. Because the half of a half of a half of a half is like you could just get infinitely smaller. Oh yeah, mm. you know. And it's like you have one second left, you have half a second left, you have 0.25 seconds left, and he keeps using the fucking sword. Uh, That'd be real good. That would be great. So uh, so they're like, so if you're going to keep uh, working in the public sector or public safety, um, you're going to need new contracts. First, they're like, do you want to quit? And he's like, no, the uh, devils who killed my partner and my family are still out there. And they're like, great. So... You're in for hell. Uh, good luck. <laughs> We're going to give you a contract with a, with a new devil. They leave and a woman enters uh, and Aki looks up at her and is surprised. Like we, we cut away on his, on his shock that this woman has come in. So one, um, one line you mentioned, which is that they, they're asking why he's still like, you know, like, or do you want to go to pub? Do you want to go and go private? Basically, do you want to have the much more lucrative and uh, less dangerous job version of this job? And he's like, no, I got to stay in public safety. And he specifically in the previous scene, you know, uh, Kishibe is like, is like, it's a red flag. If you want revenge, he's basically saying like he, he likes that power and Denji are not motivated by revenge. That's a plus that helps him get a perfect score. And that to see that Aki is pretty much solely motivated by revenge, by retribution. It's like, oh man, this guy is just, he's, he's in it for the right reasons, but in this universe that those become the wrong reasons, yep. he's endangering himself because of his own passion. Yep. Yep. It's uh, it's not looking good for for a boy, Aki. No. Um, so uh, we we cut back to the cemetery, uh, where Sorry, I'm um, laughing about this next scene, <laughs> where uh, <laughs> Denji and Power are like, uh, Sensei's leaving them. Kishibe's leaving them, and says, "All right, that's enough for the day. It's it's dark outside." Denji falls yes. to the ground, and he's like. Power's like, oh no, your brain's broken. (laughs) You gotta heal. And she just punches him in the head over and over again, telling his brain to heal with devil powers until he comes back to life. He sits up and he's like, how many times have I died today? And she's like, 20 that I can remember, though sometimes I was unconscious, so who knows? Could be more. So funny. The, the the thing that made me laugh out loud when I was watching it and made me laugh again just now thinking about it is power, like, kneeling over him, 
hammering his face with both fists and saying, heal, heal, heal. <laughs> yeah, like beating the shit out of him to save him. Saying, Get better. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> such um, chaos. So uh, they begin to also, they begin to walk home down the fucking highway. Yes. Like they've just, they're, these are two devil hunters in like a, a government job. They are dangerous by by the admission of their peers and yet it <laughs> they're just told walk home so yeah. uh they begin walking home and denji's like you know i i was living to eat and sleep and shit like there was like life was really good but if i'm gonna be killed 20 times a day then this is not fucking worth it yeah yeah this dude sucks because he's so fucking strong and then power gets an idea and she's like this guy drinks all the time, right? First off, yes. I want to point out when people talk about in the in the world of the show, they're like power is so reasonable and you kind of laugh at it cuz she's constantly lying and psychotic. Yeah. Yeah. But here power is demonstrating like a a a technology of ideas that a dog would not have. Yeah, like 100%. She, she's like, so this dude drinks all the time, which means that his brain is fucking ruined. So we might be able to beat him using our brains. And Denji's like, oh, right. We could be like the smart characters in a, in a manga. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, let's, let's use our brains to fight him. And it's like, oh man, thinking we might think of something makes me feel smarter. And they continue to walk home. The next day, we see them wearing glasses, <laughs> which is so great. It's so it's like when funny. You, it's like when you pose a cat in front of a laptop. It's like <laughs> they're or like when you see like a dog like, in the passenger, or like in the front seat of a car. Like, look, it's driving. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so they're wearing glasses, signifying, "Oh, we're smart people now." Yes, um, and. <laughs> right before uh, Shibe shows up to to start training them, and right before he opens the door, she d power throws a blood spear through the door. The dude fucking dodges, but then we he dodges by basically limboing backwards. Yeah, immediately. immediately, it's so fucking graceful. It's so awesome. And then we see that Denji and Power have filled up soda bottles with blood on the on the balcony above. And power controls that blood to make tons of spears come through the ceiling, Indiana Jones style. But Kashibe still manages to dodge all those. He kicks them, punches them, breaks them. The, the, the yeah, I, I love this. This is one of those things where it's just like this whole sequence is, it's basically storyboarded out the same way in the manga, but to see it in motion, like when he's breaking the, the blood spears, the blood, the blood stalactites off. Yeah. And they are, you know, just like the shot of them, it's like a low angle of, of a, of, of a piece of a spear, just like impacting the ground and like rotating repeatedly. Yes. It's just, it's like, man, the, they animated the physics of that so well. Yeah. It looks really, it looks really good and was well storyboarded by the mangaka in the original. It's fucking great. Yeah. And, um, and you're sort of just like, you're getting a lot, you're getting a lot of information. Like you're just getting like a ton of information about like, oh, this guy like can't be fucked with like at all. Like, yes, yes they thought but, they could do this and they, but, he's, he's one step ahead every single uh, step so far. But also, it's kind of a surprisingly complicated plan for the two of them. Yes, right. The glasses help. I, I love that. And I also love structurally that they're just like, hey, we should, we just have to use our brains. And then we cut to the to just like this very sophisticated plan in motion. Yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of the approach would be, and I think it comes to the manic pace of this, this series, which Heather has commented on, um, a, a lot of times it would have been like, okay, let's see the montage of them putting their plan into action. There's like, fuck, we don't need that. We don't need them like scheming and figuring out what their yep. plan is. Yeah. Just, let's just cut to the plan. Yep. So you put it together in your head. So then Denji jumps down a balcony with the axe that he's he uses and swings for Kashibe, but before he can, he gets kicked in the face by the dude and mm. dropped. And Kashibe's a little bit like, Hey, you guys, you guys did okay. This was, uh, this was pretty good. Your plan failed because power used too much blood. So she got anemic and Denji, you didn't see my kick coming, but this is good. You guys got it for today. That's it. He begins to walk away 
And Power's like, oh, thank God. Fucking, I don't want to die a million times. And then Denji leans up and gets knifed in the head again (laughs) by Kishibe, who's like, never, Prey should never trust the hunter. Yes. Fucking poor dudes. Um, so then we cut to, uh, Michiko. I'm gonna hate to get a knife in my frontal lobe. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I'm looking at this. I, I think getting my throat slashed is the thing I'd like, and gurgling in my own a pool of my own blood is the thing I'd like the least from this episode. But right, like runner up is knife through the skull. Yeah, I at least wouldn't want to see it coming. Yeah. Right, I would want no idea it was happening. Uh, I don't know those those three stabs through the chest. Those are brutal. Those are so fucking rough. He's so strong too. Yeah, he's, he's just like fucking puncturing his lungs. He's so yeah. cool. Um, um, like it's cardboard. Denji also calls power Powie. Uh, yeah, right Powie. Before this, yes, which I hey, thought Powie. was cute. Um, speaking of of subtitles and translation, uh, so the word they're using for partner in the original Japanese is buddy. Oh, which is kind of undermining because because when Aki's like. My buddy is my buddy's dead. It doesn't have the same like grisly tone as my partner is dead. So I'm yeah. glad they went with partner instead of buddy system. Uh, so we cut to uh, this like underground special facility, this this nerve style descending elevator uh, where Michiko, Yutaro and Aki are, are headed uh, if nerve didn't have a cleaning crew. Yeah, basically, yeah. Just a grimy nerve. So uh, the, the the Kyoto guys are telling Aki, "Hey, you're gonna have to make a contract with a super strong fucking fucking devil." Um, they walk him down a Silence of the Lambs corridor full of uh, locked cells, and they're like, "Here's all the devils that we've captured, but haven't gotten rid of in case we need to make contracts with them at public safety." Mm-hmm. Um, that's when, uh, Aki says, you know, uh, my partner's sister was the person who stopped by and we cut to that, that memory and Himeno's sister gives him a bunch of letters, uh, that Himeno had sent her and it's like, I think you should read this. And he reads it and it's Himeno confessing to her sister that she's worried about their sick dad and that she's been trying to convince Aki to leave public safety. And yeah. he and he's being obdurate about it. He will not fucking yeah. bend. And I think I re I mean, it's obviously to make him feel like shit. Like she wanted out and you got her killed. Yes. Uh so fuck you. <laughs> and because like he probably had his motivations for wanting to stay, right? To like avenge his brother, right? Yeah. And that, sure. that got in the way of what she was trying to do. Is like, I want to get out because I'm worried about dad. Yeah. Right. So also forced him to get his ears pierced, which is nice. Yeah, that's nice. nice. Character detail. Yeah. So we cut back to this underground prison. They take him to cell 108, uh, magical number. Um, and uh they're like, we, you're supposed to make a contract. I, I say magical number because it shows up in like, uh, I think Chinese mythology and also mm. like Suikoden. And like, there's a lot of weight references in anime and manga. Um, and they tell him, hey, you're going to make a contract with the devil inside, the future devil. Two people have a contract with this devil. One gave half their lifespan. The other gave it their say their their both eyes both eyes and their taste their sense of taste and smell and smell yeah so being that i don't remember the manga at all because i've read it a long time ago and my brain is garbage uh my guess was that uh makima is one of the people it has a contract with because when she gets off of the train and is talking to one of those Kyoto guys. He's like, how much of this did you see coming? Mm-hmm. And that's, that feels like that would be a future devil power. She also yeah, has weirdo sense. eyes. So maybe she has no sense of taste and smell. Who knows? Uh, but then uh, Aki walks into the, into the cell and faces the future devil who, as far as we can tell, is a fucking eyeball yeah. in yes. darkness. And that's the end of the episode. And then we hear the, 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 the song Dogland. 
as our outro credits on this episode of Chainsaw Man. Do we um So by the way, the 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 issue of the the manga ends Oh, uh, you know, I won't even say this because I'm sure we covered the next one. Um, but it, it basically ends like one frame later, I guess is what I'd say. Mm-hmm. It's like there's there's one more shot that they chose to exclude from the from the anime episode. Uh, but I, I was I was going to say the the question I have for the two of you is because I was thinking about this and I'm not sure what my decision is. Would you rather give up half of your lifespan or both eyes and your sense of taste and smell? I would not want to give up half my life. Mm. I really like music. Yeah, that's true. Still podcast. Yeah, I could still. I don't. I I could, could still never podcast. guess on Doughboys again. <laughs> Fuck this! This burger tastes the same as paste. Yeah, everything tastes the same as paste. Yeah, I guess you could become more of like a texture. You know, you could you could maybe come to uh, appreciate textures more than than flavor is probably what one of the Ben and Jerry's guys has a, a nausea. That's right. And he has no sense of smell, so his, his t- sense of taste is very muted. That's why they have their ice creams have so many mix-ins it's for texture. You could be a texture guy. You could be a texture in texture. Sometimes texture is better than flavor. Uh, yeah. What I I I think not having a sense of smell would be low key like kind of maddening. Yeah, because they, like you wouldn't be. I, I guess there's an advantage of like you, you go into a, a disgusting public restroom and it wouldn't bother you. Yeah, but I think like not being able to smell smoke, you know, th- th- there would just be instances where that could be a tr- trouble. Yeah, so I mean, but if you're burning your food, you can't really taste it. So it's like, okay, well, it's fine. That's true. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. How long do I? I mean, that's the thing. It's like I, I guess I wouldn't want to give up half of my life because like, how long do I have? You know, like. I'd, I'd want to, but do what I want to spend so much time not smelling? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's tough. Um, but I wouldn't, I guess I, I wouldn't want to give up half my life. I'd want as much of it as I could have. I think I do half my life. I think I do the half life option. Great. Well, the, the future Keep devil looks at yeah. you and goes, great. Then you got one day left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. Well, time to hit the buffet. <laughs> Or it looks my sense of taste. Or it looks at you and says, "Great, then you have fifty million years left." And you're like, "Oh no! Yeah, what what happened? Yeah, what happened?" Uh, Yeah, I'd give up. I'd give eyes, taste, and smell, um, over half of my life. But also, if I was given those two options, I'd be like, "Fuck! I'm not making a contract. I'll work in (laughs) private." Yeah, I guess my life will just suck instead. It's fine. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Get a job at Walgreens. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'll do anything. So I I think this is, you know, it's kind of a um, a transitional episode. Like it's kind of like you know, it's it's a little bit of a of a segue in terms of uh, of all the action that's happening. But I think it's a I think it's a great episode. I really enjoyed it. A great episode. It's got and and a really just one just awesome action sequence. The the attempted you know. Uh, ambush of of Kishibe. Yeah, I think we needed an episode like this to sort of just like relax a little bit. You know what I mean? Right. Not that it was like a slice of life episode or anything, but like it, that it was just like a let's just cool it. Like it's it, we just need to take a breather before we get to the next thing, which seems like it's going to be fucking crazy. <laughs> yes, and and on that note, we should mention that 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 this is the last of the Chainsaw Man episodes we are going to release in 2022. We are going to have episodes that we've banked the next two weeks. Yes. So we're going to do one. Matt watched Akira for the first time. We're going to do an episode about that. Yes. And then we've also got an episode about uh, the Satoshi Kon uh, Christmas movie, Christmas-esque movie, uh, Tokyo Godfathers. We'll also be releasing that. And then we'll be back with Chainsaw Man for the first Get Animate of 2023. That will be a recap of episodes 10, 11, and 12. So it's a bummer that holiday travel and, and you know, the, just the, the the vacation from the studio is giving us this gap at the uh, for the penultimate and, and, and final episodes of the season. But that's just how it worked out with the timing-wise. So apologies for that, but we will have a, a recap of episodes 11 and 12 coming in the first week in January. That's right. Um... And then, and then, like we said, it's time to time to get back in the Eva, baby. <laughs> Are we going straight into that? I don't know. Go straight into the rebuilds wow. after Chainsaw Man. Who knows? 
We'll talk about it. It'll be soon. But but also, we have, you know, on Chainsaw Man, we got some reactions from you all, some chain reactions of Episode 9 from Kyoto. Matt, I don't know if you have some of those you want to to yell out. Yeah, here we go. This Yell out. Here we go. This one, um, uh, this this one's from Seth Bollocks. Seth Bollocks, uh, and on, on our Patreon, and they write, "Wow, couldn't look away. Eyes absolutely glued to the screen. A show hasn't captured my attention like this in a long time." Which, Hell yeah! It's 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 taken everybody by storm. Such a consequential episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. These are for uh, for last week for episode nine. Uh, just yes. as a reminder, when everyone dies. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're hearing this one first, you got to go back. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, this one's from Muckluck. I kind of regret watching this as it comes out because I got used to binge stuff. I can't handle cliffhangers anymore. That's tough. That's you know the the streaming model has I you know. I I, I wish binging stuff never happened. Because I, I do think, like, yeah, it's fun to watch a show back to back to back, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like, the I don't know, I, I appreciate the patience of a, of a story being told uh, week after week. And I think... Give me a weekly release. Yeah. You, you, you dump the whole season in one day, it's in the zeitgeist for, like, 72 hours. Yeah. Give, give me fucking 10 weeks of content to talk about. Yeah, 10 weeks of conversation. That's that's yeah. that's the zone for me. Uh, so I, I, I appreciate that there. Um, obviously, like, I, I feel like with an anime, I guess they did it on uh, Cyberpunk, right? Like they dropped it all at once. Like, yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah. But with this, I'm like, oh, just space it out. Space it out, please. I also find myself, and I'll say this, you know, I, I certainly binge some series. I've done that. I've done that that, that model. Um, but I've kind of gotten into a habit of like, even if something is is released in its entirety, or I'm revisiting a show that you know came out years ago, I'll like watch like one episode a day, maybe two. You know, yeah. I'll space it out a little bit. I'll give my brain some time to rest. But that's just what works for me. I think. I think. I think you're right. And everyone else, wrong. <laughs> Everyone. Um, this one is from Rory, uh, and they write, love a sonic underground discussion. I remember watching it as a kid here in the UK, and its opening song has been stuck in my head for decades. I frequently re- re-watch that opening, and like the gang, love to show it to other people as the joy to witness people being baffled by it. Yeah. Yep. Fantastic opening. More about it. That's more of a comment about our episode than the Chainsaw Man episode, but the more we could talk about... Uh, Sonic Underground, Sonic Underground yeah. the better. Take all that that you got. Uh, this one's from Justin. I can't. I, by the way, I, I think I like. I was old enough where I wasn't seeing that. Like as a kid, I can't imagine what that would have been done to my brain if I'd seen that when I was like seven years old. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? I wish. I wish I had had that experience. I think. I, yeah. I mean, I think watching it for the first time, anyway, was a shock, nonetheless. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, <laughs> it's it, it's also something that like it just keeps going you're like jesus it, it hasn't stopped oh yeah 100 uh, this one's from justin burke my wife really likes makima and wants to cosplay her should i be worried <laughs> <laughs> yes be terrified uh the this one's from the fucking red flag on a flagpole yeah. fucking... on a red flagpole a blood flagpole yeah. <laughs> uh, this one's from Odin's Donuts the only thing more powerful than the gun devil is Nick Weiger the spoiler devil wow oh, wow shots fired bang bang um, did I spoil anything last I time I don't remember Probably. but it just seems like something you would do so I, that's why I read it seems like something I would do yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say yes I think I maybe threatened to spoil something. I or I, I I referenced something in the manga and said I wasn't going to spoil. And it. And we were like, no, I could spoil. It. Yeah, that's what it was. This one's from Spifflication, and they write Splatfest Marinara versus Jam. I love this show for all the terrible, crazy deaths. Being popped like a meat balloon is going to keep me up at night now. <laughs> <laughs> It's so very similar in that way to All You Need Is Kill. Good combo. Mm. Wow, there you go. Yeah, nice. Glad that works out. Uh, 
and, and that's it for the chain reactions. Thanks for uh, sending those in. Send us more uh, for this episode, uh, and we'll get back to those uh, in a couple weeks after uh, after our holiday break. Yeah, bru- bruised and battered, and, and pro- also probably you want to if you have anyone have us any reactions to episode eleven. Uh, which will have been out yeah. before we record. They probably can toss some of those. I think in there 12 as well. will be out too. Um, okay. They'll all be out by the time we uh, come back from uh, the holidays. Well, there you go. Any reactions to the remainder of the series, the oh final my three God. episodes? Fuck. Man. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Fucking sucks. <laughs> it kind of, I wish they had released the show two weeks earlier. Yeah, would have been nice. Would have been nice. Would have timed out better for us. I wish they released this show like Naruto, where it's like 350 episodes a year or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> yeah, whatever is the most labor-intensive yeah. uh, version for everybody, I wish they were doing that. Uh, <laughs> um, but guys, what a week. What a what a fantastic episode. What a great uh, great chatting with you guys. Um, I guess is that it? I think that's it. Happy holidays, everyone out there. We'll still be in your feed yeah. uh, from the past. And um, fucking, yeah. there we go. Hey, guys. Ash is Happy back. holidays. And you got animated. Wow. Wow. Hey, hey, Matt, can you insert two gunshots? What? <laughs> <laughs>